Set your butane torches to high and your expectations to low. Coming to you live from just the tip cigars in the hills of the Steel City, get ready to get your fix. This is the Cigar Junkies Podcast. Welcome to the Cigar Junkies Podcast. The cigar show for the community by the community. A forum that talks stogies, booze, food, and anything else in cigar lifestyle. If you're looking for ratings, negativity, reviews, or an authority on all things cigars, you came to the wrong place. Whether you like what you hear or not, please join the conversation and let us know by finding us at the Cigar Junkies Facebook group or emailing us at the Cigar Junkies at gmail.com. What's up, junkies? junkies? Wow, I'm fucking all by myself today. That was a bad I needed one. needed a cue. The cue is the the shit stops and you yell. Well, it it would have helped if Jason was with me, but he's still getting comfortable over it's, there. It's uh, it's just timed and paced a little different than the old one was. It is a little bit. So, I give you that. So it it it's not as rough as when I try to ad lib one with a bunch of people that had never been on the show before. Yeah, well, that was you know what rough. you did okay with that. I think I did pretty good. It's almost like I'm the guy that wrote and recorded the commercial. Get know? the fuck out of here. You're the guy that did that? No right? way. Fuck yeah. And I still I don't know all graphic. of it. I still don't know all of it. Like, the, the whole intro, like, I have to read that shit. I, I had to listen to the other one and write it down so that I could put the, the words the same. And then, of course, the original had me and Sam going back and forth, which I like better. But you got to admit, as weird and tinny as it is, you gotta like the the different vocal effects that I'm using going back and forth. I I, I love the different vocal effects you have with it. The only the only criticism I have is when the intro start stops and the back and forth goes starts. Yeah, it's, it's a big just drop. a hair. To, the the silence is just a hair too long. Yeah, we could we could fix that probably. I don't know. I think I, I think I saved it correctly this time. Dude, when he bent down to talking to that microphone, I was terrified that he wasn't going to stop. I thought he was just going to go fucking all the way down <laughs> on it, and his teeth were going to hit the fucking mic stand. <laughs> it wasn't the, the gag reflex that was going to bother me, because there is none to be had there, but I was afraid his teeth was going to hit the fucking mic stand and just bang. That's all right. Chomp. And, and his, the, wor- the worst part about it is my front two teeth are fake, mm. so... That would have been even worse. Hockey boy? Uh, swimming pool. Oh, all right. Yeah, I was on the diving team and when I was in high school. Bet you didn't know that. I was on the diving team Did when I was Did you wear Speedos? Yes. I was on the diving Did team when I was... Did or does? Both. Yes. I, have to, um, I haven't found one that, that'll and cover I was, my tiny. I was yet. learning a new dive. I was learning a, uh, a one and a half front flip. And it was... I'm not going to get into the details of it. But anyhow... We were also screwing around with the tension of the board because you can, there's a big wheel on the side of the board you can put up and down to make it more springy of, or more front. yeah right right and we were Jesus. we were messing around with it all the, the way back so it was super bouncy and I hit the board once and then when I hit the board the second time it flung me out and when I came, when I went into the water I hit the incline of the pool with my face knocked my front two teeth out. Huh. Ooh. I never considered teeth being knocked out by water before. I mean, it makes no, sense. No, I hit the, the board. incline of the pool. Oh, shit. Yeah, where, where it goes from the shallow end to the deep end, it oh. shot me out so far, I hit into the six-foot area and hit the incline of the pool with my That'd face. That'd be a way more oh baller God. story if you just changed it to be like it sent me up so high that my face hit the water and it just pushed my teeth in. <laughs> no, hit hit. I, ha- I only had my hands about this far out, and it shot my hands up, and it, boom, hit me in the... 
Fuck yeah. Did anybody was... hold up signs? No. My my fucking diving instructor he did, was like. He did halfway through the jump time, stood still. He pulled up the help sign and then just continued his plummet. <laughs> yeah. When, uh, when I come up out of the water, my diving instructor's standing there like, oh my God, are you fucking okay? And I was like, I spit my teeth out into my hand. I was like, this is a problem. <laughs> then I went to the dentist. Yeah, his one does. Teeth in my mouth. How old were you? 16, 17. You fucking thank bit. God. No, couple... it, it didn't hurt at all. My hands hit and like I opened my mouth to go like, oh, fuck. And when I did, it just scraped my teeth right off the bottom of the pole. Fuck. Didn't, didn't hurt, just snapped them. And You're I, lucky it, it was in two years later. You'd have been paying for them teeth. Yeah, no shit. So uh, let's do this a little different because uh, you probably got the, the one that could talk about some shit. How was your week, Jason? Dude. Nobody ever asks you that. Dude, my week was fucking nuts. Work daylight. Knocking futs. Work daylight all week. Um, oh, I, don't, had, don't, I don't want to hear about your fucking work schedule this week. Then I, okay, it's not, <laughs> it's not my work schedule. Then I had a golf outing on Friday mm-hmm. where we got hammered. Mm-hmm. Was it for charity? No, it was for work. Oh, okay. Then we had a golf outing yesterday for my brother-in-law's bachelor party. And I did not get hammered at that one. Yeah. However. How about last night, though? No. Huh? Okay. Well, I went, went back to his I stopped drinking about 6 o'clock. Okay. Went back to his house. We played some cornhole. I, had, I, I ate. <laughs> and then, yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck Fucking it. tossing beanbags mm-hmm. for you. And, um. Yeah, I, I actually went home at like 10 o'clock last night. Got home, did some cleaning up around the house. Forgot to set the alarm. I didn't forget to set the alarm. I turned it off this morning when it was going off. I reached over and I hit the other button instead of the snooze button. Turned it right the fuck off. This is why I do... So I even slept 10 minutes later than I meant to. I thought I was going to be the one pushing it. But I'm like, we'll get it set up. There's two of us. We'll be good. Well... If it was two of us, we would have been. But I have what specifically. What liver? I helped you. You helped me bring it in. Yeah. Not set it up. Okay. Which is not to your detriment. You don't <laughs> know how to set it up. And to be fair, I don't think I do either. Um, <laughs> but. You did a fine Dude, I'm pl- playing with the freaking USB ports. I'm like, I don't know which one's the one that needs to be switched. I figured it out eventually. Hey, you got both cameras work? Yeah. It took me a while. It took me a while. No problem. But, um. I have an so I have my phone alarm, which mm-hmm. is directly next to my bed, and I have to set an initial alarm that I'll snooze. The next alarm, like so, when it snoozes ten minutes, right? Then I have one set for eleven minutes, twelve minutes, and thirteen minutes after the original one. So if I get a little feisty Whoa. with the snooze, <laughs> what? No, 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 no. I'm not going to wake up to all of those. The point is, if I fucking hit snooze within a minute. I'm going to get hit it again. You know what I mean? So I don't, because I need it. I'm, I know I'm going to snooze at least once. I know myself. I'm going to. But then I set the following alarms to be sequential because it'll frustrate, you know, motherfucker, I'll be trying to turn them off. I That's have to, a great way to wake up. I have to solve a puzzle. Frustrated, yelling, yes. motherfucker. I'm always frustrated when I wake up. What a great way to wake up. <laughs> it's not. So there's a puzzle on my alarm that I have to fucking turn up, like a memory puzzle that you have to do to get the alarm to stop going. And then I have an alarm clock on the other side of the room on my dresser, which is the, like, I have to walk. And it doesn't always stop me. Sometimes I'll be like, fuck this shit, and I'll go back to bed and still snooze it. But there's, like, enough in place there that, that pretty much no matter what, as long as I set them, I'm cool. When uh, 
and I'm sure, Jeff, you can attest to this because you were in the military. Right? Yes. Okay. Kind when, of. He was in the Air Force. When, Thank you for your service. My, my dad had, like, fucking powerbomb you for saying that. Um, he ain't here, though, The he? only people that can say that are other veterans. Yeah, I if mean. If you didn't serve, you can't say shit. Here, <laughs> here's, here's my take. Sam was in the Air Force. So, open game. I mean, obviously, low standards, and I get to pick on Sam, so by extension, the Air Force is fair. Actually, the Air Force has the highest standards. Of intelligence. Of everything. Okay. How'd you get in? (laughs) Proof's in the pudding. This is going to be episode number 84. Jeff Scales beats the shit out of Corey Banks. (laughs) And he liked it. So... (laughs) My point that I was going to make the rest of the week when I was in the police academy, I was, you know, it, it's the discipline that, that you're taught there and waking. I would wake up like five minutes before my alarm went off in the mornings and I got up at five thirty to go. And, uh, dude, you've got no idea. Like if you keep yourself in decent shape, like exercise and wake up before your alarm goes off, like how this much is not for better. Me. How life much is. better your day in <laughs> your is life is. I usually wake up before my alarm as well. Do you exercise? Yeah. How often? What do you, what do, you do? Look at them. Well, in the summer, I take a little bit of a break from the gym because I'm doing other stuff. You know, hiking, kayaking. So he's doing the work to get ball, into that Speedo. Once he's in the Speedo, it's chill time. But in you the winter, I mean? you can ask my wife. In the winter, I'm at the gym a lot. You at go early too, three, right? Three, four days a week, okay. if not more. Jeff, okay. don't you go early? Yeah, usually. Because I know you were you were dragging Sam along with you, and he was having trouble keeping up, and I know it yeah. was like an early day. Yeah. <laughs> so I like to have a gym partner. It keeps me motivated and keeps me going. Um, it but it's hard to find gym partners that want to get up and get after it sure. at <laughs> yeah. 5 a.m. Yeah, yeah sure you the know. fuck is. It's hard to find gym partners that want to get after it, period. Yeah. But if you add the 5 a.m. piece to it and... Well, Most that's people. like a lot of like professional people and like high functioning people that go to the gym go at like four in the morning. Yeah, it's such a day. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna just stop everybody for a second so I can say thank you everybody in the junkies program for your fucking service that have, because we got Keith Kilburn, we got Chris, everybody's rattling off their service. I just want to say it once. Thank you guys all. I certainly do not disparage what you do or anything like that, and just. You know, it's it's fun to pick on, on certain certain groups. You know what I mean? And there's only so many you could get away with now, or you get canceled. You know what I mean? But just so everybody knows, I fully support all of our uh, people in arms. Fucking space force, space horse. I'll tell you what. If I if I, I were you said space horse, and that created a cartoon in my head that is so much better than anything you're about to say. <laughs> if if I were like space horse, a senior in high school, like. Just because of my own proclivities, that's that's probably what I'd look into. I'd look into the Space Force. I'd want to be a fucking guardian. Let's go. Send me, well, when I me a rocket. My, my Dude, dad that's was a good in show, the Navy. By the way. And, uh, and when, he, when I told him I was going to go in the military, he was automatically assuming that I was going to be Navy, you know? And I told him, I said, no, I didn't, I didn't join the Navy. And I joined the Air Force instead. And when my, my thought process was that with the Marines, you have to eat sleep, breathe, and shit, hoorah, 24-7 in order to really embrace that lifestyle. The 
the Navy, at that time, there was no women on any ships except for, like, a couple supply ships and hospital ships. In and the Navy. that was that was a no bueno right there. I wanted to be around women. And the Army, you bivouacked in the mud, and it was horrible conditions. Getting grammar All pleased. the way around. And the Air Force had the hottest-looking chicks. I met my wife in the yeah, Air Force. Your wife's a good-looking woman. And... A terrifying. And... Uh, and they had the best food, the best lodging, the best training. Mm-hmm. And they had a standard where you couldn't be a complete dumbass to join. You had to have some level of intelligence. So I joined the was, Navy. It was actually. a no-brainer for me. Just, just for the record, I did join the Navy. I went to boot camp and everything. I just couldn't get through boot camp, but not, not for the reasons you would expect. It wasn't a crayon eating. I had a couple of issues. First of all, recruitment process, bad. Right. The recruiters essentially just tell you to lie about everything. So I joined the, the Navy at 18, 18, 19, 19, I think. Um, I had already I've been diagnosed with PTSD whenever I was 15 for reasons we won't talk about on the show. Um, and then also, I didn't know yet what was wrong with my knee, but I had uh, tore my ACL shortly before joining. And didn't have, didn't even know what it was. I didn't have corrective surgery. I didn't know that that was what I was suffering from. And so I got to boot camp. Essentially, it was a two part. Like I was mentally pushing myself through it. But then we started to do the first day where they did the intense training, like fucking where you're exercising. We're doing shoulder rolls. And by that point, I was so fucking like physically exhausted. My legs started buckling back and forth sideways. At the knee because of my ACL. Like, my body was stressed and my I started fucking shaking. My knee was kicking out back and forth. And uh, I'm, like, freaking out. And then that, of course, triggers the PTSD and makes shit tough. And, like, they're, they're like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Blah, 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 blah. And they pull me in and start yelling at me, like, why didn't you tell your, you know, why didn't you disclose this shit and stuff? And I'm like, recruiter told me not to. And um, they, they're they're <laughs> three recruiter right under the bus. Hit, oh yeah, just fucking hit him with well, it. Well, I mean, fuck a bro. He, he set told me, up, me to lie. He set me up for failure, real bad, like real bad, man. Like not only did I suffer from a fucking PTSD pre joining the military, but I had a physical condition that would prevent me from getting through boot camp, dude. Mm. So, and like the problem was, so like then they'd be you know yelling at me, and I'd freeze up. Like, it wasn't like that I'd freak out or anything to PTSD. Like, I couldn't respond when they, had, they would yell and address me. I'd just be frozen. And so, like... Noted. So, when they, when they go, it ain't going to work for you. You're not scary enough. Scales' his wife, yes. Um, but she so, wanted to be in So, they pulled me... She would have been good. She, they pulled me into the fucking office, like, of the room we're in for boot camp. And, like, they actually turned it off. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, I just coughed up everything. And so they're like, what do you want to do? And I was like, well, I'd like to find out what's wrong with my knee. I don't know if it's a torn meniscus or whatever. And um, so they said, well, we need to check in a couple of things. And they're like, no matter what it is, you're looking at surgery, recovery, fucking then doing boot camp. And I'm like, I signed up for boot camp. I'm going to be here for whatever, two, three months. Well, they're like... You're going to have to do your surgery, rehab, all that shit, then do boot camp, and you can't go home until you do. So I was, like, looking at being in boot camp for a year. Okay. Essentially. 
and then the other issues persisted, and then was like, man, I, I, don't, I don't think I want to hang out here for this. So I got a general discharge, hmm. um, not honorable nor dishonorable. Well, that sucks. It's like I was never too in. bad. But, you know, recruiters, some of them are sleazy. I have, I have a very brief military story, and I got a I, shout out to my recruiter. Okay. Who told me the fucking truth. Fair. So when I was, I went, signed up for Ooh. the Army. And what I wanted to do in the Army was be a pilot. Wanted to be a helicopter pilot. And was going through all this shit. Did you already it. have a degree? No. So that was the first thing, which I was fine with. Yeah, I'll go to, I'll go to college, get a degree. Then we'll, we'll go that route. Yeah, because to be an O, you have to have a, right. an officer. You yeah. have to have a degree. And he was like, you're never going to be a pilot. I'm like, why not? I say, he says, you wear fucking glasses. Yep. He says, they're never going to let you be a pilot, man. He said, I'm going to be straight with you. Yeah. He said, I'm not going to fuck with you or fuck you around or anything like that. You will never be a pilot. I said, well, what about the eye surgery? And in the year 2000, it was not advanced enough right. and not common enough. because um, That's why my cousin didn't join. Well, had I, had I had the eye surgery I have now, because I didn't get LASIK, I got photorefractive keratotomy, which they don't cut your eye, flap it open, treat the eye, then put it back. They remove the first layer of cornea, treat the eye, and then you put bandage contacts on. Hmm. And your eyes heal regularly. So there's no, there's no chance of me traveling or, you know, and, and it coming open or, hmm. or it failing. So had I got that back then, had that been a technology that was available to me back then that wasn't like $60,000, I would have been yeah. able to, I would have probably gone to college Gotten, gotten my degree, gone back in, and been a helicopter pilot. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. And for the record, I did score, like, ridiculously high on the fucking tests. Oh, yeah, and I'm sh- I don't think that's, like, real hard because I'm thinking most of the people that take that test are people that are probably not going to college. Back in the 2000s, shit, it know? probably wasn't. Yeah. It's a little but, higher. I but I, I was, like, 99th percentile or something. Like, they were like, you could choose any job you want. Like, I was going to go to uh, Pensacola and do uh, computer systems for the aircraft. That's um, a good job. But the best job in the Navy is in, in their nuke program. Yeah. Well, I mean, That's they were, where they the were most like... Intelligent yeah, they were like, people you could do anything you program, want. And it's got an incredibly high washout rate. If you fail one test, then you're, you're washed out. You're done. See, I'm, I'm an intelligent guy, but I want to, I like, kill people. So, <laughs> I mean, if I were to go into the military, that's what I wanted to do. What you need to do is start tracking your embossed roles better. Which is, which, is, which is a lie, because you know what kind of helicopter I wanted to fly? I wanted to fly a Chinook. Oh, Good yeah. morning, yeah. Marcy. What's up, Louis Lamana? I, I think they're so fucking cool. Yeah, they are cool. Yeah, I think the Cobra's the coolest though. So, how was the they, bachelor party though? It was it was standard. It was we it, golfed yeah. and then we went back to his uh, his sister's house. It's kind of lame. And we, strippers? No, no strippers. His sister's no, nothing like that. <laughs> his sister's <Jesus> strippers. <laughs> Dude, we were talking last it was a night. West Virginia bachelor party. My brother-in-law brought it up last night. So a couple my two years ago, and my sister were there. A couple of years ago, so I didn't, my wife was in like four weddings, like within a short time of us getting together. And we had no money, man. Like we were, we had no money. We kind of still don't, but like we had no money coming in. And so she's constantly buying like uh, uh, bridesmaid dresses and shoes and all that shit. And I'm like, 
can, can we stop this? Like, this is costing way too much money, you know? Like, we did it cool, man. Like, we went to fucking Larry's Roadhouse and got married, you know? <laughs> like, our shit was cheap. Um, so many years have passed since then. A couple years ago, we, we hit this point where my cousin and my brother-in-law both had their weddings planned. One was in December and one was in April. They both asked me to be best man in their wedding. And so from going from never being in a wedding party to being best man in two weddings, you know, so then I had to do two bachelor parties, all that happy shit. But we went for my cousin's wedding. My cousin's pretty straight edge. Like he likes to drink <coughs> scotch and shit a little bit, but he's pretty straight edge. Like strip club was never happening, all that stuff, you know. So I took him to Chipino in the strip district. Which, if you haven't been there, that place is dope as fuck, dude. It is. Is that a restaurant? Super high end steak restaurant with an adjoined cigar bar. Best best selection of scotch in the fucking city, from my understanding. And I didn't know this at the time. So you eat in the, like the minimum price on your plate. What's it called? It's fifty bucks. Chipino. C I O P P I N O. Okay. Yeah, me and uh, me and uh, my buddy Doug and. Um, Which Doug? Doug Hoover. Hoover, I know Hoover. Yeah. yeah his wife saw yeah. things she and, uh, wishes she could unsee. And Big John. Went. She was the urologist on the, the Hoover Percino. night. And he was uh, like, uh, I'm uh, not uh, related uh, to this guy. I'm like, okay. I had so, Chilean sea bass. Dude, that place is dope, right? Yeah. So I found out later on, you can order, you can get your food to eat in the cigar portion. So you could literally have a fucking cigar with your meal which is cool as fuck yeah that's cool um but so you know we eat in the the thing and then we move into the bar afterward the cigar bar and there's this fucking ginormous you you know my brother-in-law jason mm-hmm. not a small man Mm-mm. so this fucking dude just rolls up behind him this guy's been loud as fucking rowdy on the other side of the bar all night he's coming back from the restroom or something and fucking he walks up behind sean who's sitting on a couch and palms his head like a basketball. <laughs> Fucking, like his thumb is touching one ear, his pinky's touching the other ear. That's how big this guy is. He's right. like six foot fucking nine. Uh-huh. And just walks up and is like, what up? what's up, assholes? And like at this time, I'm watching from the other side. And I watch his face as he turns. So like Sean's like, his face is like pissed. Like, who the fuck's coming up at me like this? And he looks up to see this man. And he just goes from this to... Hi, please don't squeeze. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm sitting on the other side of the fucking room watching this going like, man, I've never been in a fight in my life. Like, if I have to, I will go fight this man because these are my fucking people. But please, God, don't make me have to. Like, it would have been like he could have fit his hand around my body and thrown me like a dart. This fucking guy. (laughs) Dude was awesome as fuck. He was like. Buy around for the whole fucking the whole party. Yeah, every, anything you guys want, fucking buy it. And the waitress comes over. I was like, "Do you really mean anything? Anything we want?" And she's like, "Well, I'd say you could order the McAllen twelve. I wouldn't get the eighteen for everybody." Right. I was like, "Okay." Like, I don't, I don't want to. I don't know this guy. Like, I don't want to mess up. And who was he again? He was a Pittsburgh Steeler. No, his name was Seamus O'Toole. Fucking. My brother-in-law looked him up afterward. Has something to do with uh, like fucking one of the Mellon Bank or something like some super high up in the fucking banking industry in Pittsburgh. 
So like the just dude come in, grabbed your brother in law's head by the fucking head. Yeah, looked like he could have picked him up off the couch that way if he wanted to. What the fuck? He was it was cool, but he's very in your face, man. Like that's we did a, not know. Rather what was that. abrupt icebreaker mm-hmm. to it, buy indeed. everybody drinks. Yeah. If that was if that dude was anybody else, people would have been standing up and puffing their chests out and doing the gorilla thumps and shit. If, if you look at this guy and you're like, oh please be friendly. it it take the fight out of you as soon as you've seen them this dude cool fucking place for a bachelor party if you want to play first of all their steak's incredible their food's incredible um i think john and doug both had their steaks and like i said i got the chilean sea bass place was place was really good nice but you know it's not inexpensive hey speaking of doug's what's up there dougie eggert uh, let's go ahead and talk about the cigar we're smoking today, shall we? Indeed. It's a good stick. It's time for the Cigar of the Week, brought to you by Just the Tip Cigars. Are you looking for the best selection of boutique cigars? Do you want the tried and true legacy brands that are synonymous with the cigar lifestyle? Do you want luxurious cutters, lighters, and other accessories? Do you want to relax in the most comfortable cigar lounge in the Berg? Then you want Just the Tip Cigars. Conveniently located in the Bavarian Village Shopping Center in South Park, Pennsylvania, Just a Tip Cigars has been tailor-built to your smoking needs. Whether you visit in person or on the web at justatipcigars.com, when it comes to cigars, Just a Tip is the whole package. That's right, guys, the whole package, as in Jeff Scales' package. Today only, come down to Just a Tip Cigars. And you can meet the package. That, that could be... Do you like that nickname better than Good Looking Jeff? Can we just call you the package? I like El Jefe the best. <laughs> That's not happening. <laughs> you can't li- like it too much or it's no fun to call you, you know? He, he likes it for because it's, it's dual purpose. First of all, it's, name, it's his name. That's right. And it means the boss. That's right. I still like the package. Like fucking... You, you, maybe, maybe your backstory is you didn't live in Virginia. Maybe you're from Jersey Shore. No. <laughs> Uh, so far from juicy. I mean, the fucking tanning, the fucking, you know, you are. I work outside. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm in construction, man. I work outside. We are smoking. Let's see if I can even pronounce this shit. Yeah, I'm waiting. This is the Roma Craft Quinn Quaginario. The Quinn Quaginario. That's it. It sounds like a fucking uh, Avengers airplane. Uh, it is a 5x50 Robusto with an Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper and a binder and fillers from the Dominican Republic. The collaboration between Roma Craft Tobacco and Ernesto Perez Carrillo of EPC, uh, made actually at Perez's uh, Tabacuera La Alianza SA in the Dominican Republic, not at Fabrica de Tabacos Nico Sueno SA, which is the Nicaraguan factory where literally every other uh, cigar for Roma Craft has been made. So um, I believe this cigar was actually created to celebrate um, Skip Martin's birthday. I don't know if it's 60, 60 birthday, 50 birthday, something like that. It would, it would be it would, so, so quinquagenarian, quinquagenarian would be like, have you ever heard 54? like septuagenarian or octogenarian? Yes, 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 quinquagenarian yes. is the 50 to 59. Okay. Oh, so okay. I believe I'm it was. quinquagenarian then. There you, you are. This, so it was to celebrate, I believe, his 50th birthday. It was right. announced two years ago and made with Ernesto. So fucking Ernesto Perez Carrillo is the guy that, that created the American version of the Ligoria Cubana. Ligoria Cubana, back in the heyday when it was fucking huge, was his cigar. 
and fucking EPC being fucking just out of his mind awesome sells a cigar to fucking uh, General. General Cigars buys buys it. He sits for his non-compete and then fucking comes back and starts slinging again, uh, much in the way that Christian Aroa did. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see if he sells out to fucking General for millions for a second time because that would be the baller fucking move. However, with that being said, very happy with this so far. Um, definitely the most mild Roma craft I've had. This is a good stick. It's it's yeah, like it's really usually good. a Roma craft punches you in the teeth like the fucking shallow end of the swimming pool. You know what I mean? This is. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> Bringing it back around. Um, this is this is pretty approachable, actually. Yeah, yeah it's, but it's very good. It's got it's got some good strength to it. It's it's definitely not a weak cigar. Mm. Um, it's medium plus. I'd yeah, say probably is, six six or something like this that. This is right about where six, I like it. Right yeah. about where I like it. But it's uh, it, it's not bad. What do you think, Jeff? I agree. It's a uh, definitely a medium plus. I'm a medium to medium minus. Typically, is where my wheelhouse is. Um, I'm just and, the minus. And this is uh, this is right kind of right on the edge, but still within the profile that I. Oh, like. so, so you're not out there smoking like the fucking Neanderthals and shit like nah. that. Okay. Nah. Okay. I got I got a little bit I got a little bit of a better idea where you sit now. Yeah. I mean, you know, the acids were my gateway. And okay. I quickly, after a couple months, <laughs> and the moved LSD. out of that and moved into Connecticut or Maduro's. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of sticking in I, I really like the Connecticut and Maduro's and uh, this is it's this funny that you put good. those together because Connecticut, like, Shade and Maduro are kind of pretty opposites. So, like, when you say that, you're like, I like this and this. It actually means you have a pretty broad spectrum of stuff that you like. Right, mm-hmm. I do. And I smoke a lot of different cigars. Yeah. I try. I like that about you. I try. You're not scared. Yeah, I try a bunch of yeah, different I think types. You and I, you and I have bought cigars together. Uh, you guys are very of, similar in, in a place of, like, experience. You guys are, I like, like would so, be yeah. good cigar buddies to go in and just try something together and see how and we each do. of you. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. what I was getting at. We do. We've gone in and been like, oh, what do you think looks fucking good? And Jeff's like, oh, what have you tried? And I've tried this. And, you know, then we buy out uh, Dave of all of his fucking tiger lilies. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's a great stick. Oh, I fucking love Isn't that Isn't that cigar. a character from Peter Pan? It is. It's right. the, the little Indian chick. There you go. Or Native American, or however you want to call it. I was watching fucking, uh, like, the third version of What If Google Was a Man the other day. Like, What If Google Was a Guy. What if Google was... You ever watch those videos? No. Oh, my God. They're so fucking good. It's, uh, they're college humor videos. Okay. And, uh, it's like, just the the shit people say into the voice, you know, into a search box for Google. Yeah. You know what I mean? YouTube thing? Uh, Yes. It is brilliant. It is so fucking funny. And it'd be like um, some big dude robe. Men have nipples. Why? And he's like, what? Let me look that up for you. But just just the random shit, like the typos. Um, at one point, he's like, your, your search for a woman yielded no results. And then it turns the camera over, and it's just a cat with its paws on the keyboard. Um, but... Then there's this like twelve year old kid that's like, um, I I don't remember the ethnicity, but he's like, uh, big booty Dominican goddess or something, and he's like, really, and fucking like pulls the Jergens over, and he's like, ah, oh, really? 
And then um, the guy from uh, this guy from Smash Mouth. No, one of the other fucking like super pasty college rock bands. Um, Creed. No, 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 no. It's like not like serious music. It's like you know that fucking the bare naked ladies. No, no, no. I, I'm I'm not gonna remember. It. I think it's named after the dude. Um. So anyway, he, he's got a very Zach from fucking uh, Saved by the Bell thing going on in terms of his appearance. Weezer? No. Jesus fucking Christ. Stop guessing because we're not going to figure it out. <laughs> so anyway, he was like fucking, he's like, searches his own name. He's like, uh, Sugar Ray. It's Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray. Uh, he goes, okay, Sugar, Sugar Ray. Ray ironically cool yet? Question mark. And he, the guy just looks back. He's like, sorry. And he's like, oh. He's like. Big booty Dominican princess and <laughs> fucking pulls the jerkins over. <laughs> it's fantastic, dude. It's so good. Again, it's not Dominican. I don't remember what it was. Good enough for me. It's a great skit, dude. It is. You have to watch. There's three of them at least. They're good. Fucking Jeff's watching TV mm-hmm. over here. Yeah, I'm good. That will definitely get us DRM. Sa- Sam would have. Uh, Sam would have muted the TV. Is all I'm gonna say. You know what I mean? But screw Sam because he's not what fucking Sam's here. doing right now. So it's, hopefully uh, his wife. Almost what seven a.m. They're three hours behind us. Yes, that right? dude. If so there was seven, if there's ever a married couple that deserved time to themselves, I agree. It's them, oh, bro. God. Holy totally fucking agree. shit! Triplets, dude. Business. You know she's busy with doing like her super successful, you know, work gig and shit. So like. Hats off to you, man. I, I hope you're getting some some this guy morning me. breath right now. I was just going to say that. <laughs> this guy picked probably the most difficult time in his life to start a business. And yeah. it, not, a, not an easy business. With, what, it's not a business triplets? that's going to yeah, make Yeah, six-year-old trip. The only thing that would have made it worse is if he'd have done it three years ago. Right. Well, he started right. when they were five. Sure. Um, yeah. So if he was like, started when they together. were two or three. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a lot, man. And, like, kudos to her to, like, be like, oh, no, yeah, I, I, I'll handle, you know, making all the money and taking care of the kids while you go spend a year fucking building a, a business that, well, don't get me wrong, dream. Sam is making this way more successful than realistically anybody should be able to. Like, he does a great job. He's a great businessman. He's charismatic. He's doing real well. But, like... It's still a fucking cigar shop. You, you know to, what I mean? Like you're not going to make millions of you dollars. You want to know the biggest this. compliment that I heard uh, while I've been helping Sam out here at the shop? I'd rather hear the best insult, but go ahead. Yesterday, a guy came in here and he goes, "This is my first time in." So I gave him the tour, just like Sam does, and and showed him around sure. and stuff. And he says, "All my friends come in here, and." I work a lot, and I haven't had a chance to come in. But all my friends rave about this shop. They rave about it so much that most of my friends previously would buy boxes of cigars, but they stopped doing that, and now they just buy two or three so that they can come into the shop more often often and hang out and talk to Sam. That's awesome. What that is? I literally got chills. What? That's no way! Fucking... I swear to God, that's dude, what he that said. is. That is. I was a... like, "Holy shit!" That is the best compliment oh, yeah. you could ever. I absolutely get. agree. Absolutely agree. That is that is worlds. That's worlds beyond a compliment. So check this out, because you don't listen to every episode. A couple weeks ago, 
our daughter's boyfriend's parents invite us to come up to their camp to like go hang out on the pontoon with them for the day and shit, right? So we go and I I meet her boyfriend's father for the first time. I'm like introducing myself real quick and shit and like hey like you know I brought cigars, hope that's okay. He's like yeah, he's like, I smoke cigars, you know, sometimes. He's like, actually, I smoked two last night. He's like, hey, have you seen that new Just a Tip Cigars over in South Park? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Like, I do my podcast. I'm like, he's the other guy on my T-shirt. Like, I was wearing the right shirt for the fucking occasion. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, like, I've been in that place during every stage. Like, before he demoed it, when it was still a Chinese restaurant, like, I was in there looking at it when he was like, it's going to be this, this, and this. Now, that floor plan changed like 18 times mm-hmm. before the week was done and shit but i'm like yeah so like of the all the small world ass shit you know what i mean just right, right out the gate being like hey have you seen that just a tip cigars and i'm like yeah, i've been there once or twice <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> just kind of playing it down a little bit you're like you know <sighs> had he been in before there. or he just heard about it well he's uh he's like some high up and uh uh, fire departments over here like he he repairs uh and maintains fire trucks and shit oh that's cool oh well and he has so, a pretty good connection with sam then probably oh yeah well like sam sam, sam well sam got the whole fire department at south park smoking cigars like they come in as a group and buy like two boxes every single day and then they'll all like com- communally smoke through them and come back and buy more like he's like they're fucking He's like, the orders I'm having to put in because of these guys, it's insane, which is awesome. Sure. Um, but, yeah, dude, so, like, yeah, and, and, like, it turns out he gives all he veterans active duty and first responders. Oh, yeah. First and, responders and to go nice hard into, like, the, hey, we're going to do an event just for you guys, all that right. stuff. Very smart. Very cool. Um, turns out this guy knows uh, John Curcio as well. Shout out, Marcy. I see you out there. All firefighters um, know John Curcio. Well, I'm saying that's what I asked him. I'm like, I assume you'd know this guy because fucking he's selling the equipment that you guys use and shit. And so, you know, very small world. But why don't we go ahead and uh, plow into the cigar news? We'll get it over with real quick. It's time for the cigar news brought to you by Tom's Penworks. As a cigar smoker, you appreciate luxury. And as a premium cigar smoker, you appreciate handmade craftsmanship. And as a customer of Tom's Penworks, you'll appreciate the selection of custom-made, limited-production items that you can show off to your friends. From handmade pens, pencils, bottle openers, cigar cases, and now custom rings, Tom will create something special for you or your loved one. Find them on the web at etsy.com slash shop slash Tom's Penworks. And as always, you can find the link in the description for this episode. That's right, time for the cigar news. Going to be pretty short this week, just a couple items on the list. Aganorsa Leaf has announced the seventh iteration of the Supreme Leaf line. Uh, this time, the Aganorsa Leaf Supreme Leaf will come in the form of a 6x54 Perfecto. For the first time, the release will only be offered uh, to Aganorsa Leaf select partners. Uh, Package in boxes of 10. Uh, the cigar will have a run of 1,500 boxes, so 15,000 cigars being made. I like... So something that Evan Eggert taught me, old Dougie's son, is that when you're buying a cigar from anybody, if you want the best cigar they make, like just in terms of assuming everything else is equal, get it in a torpedo or preferably a perfecto because the, it takes the most skilled rollers to make a shaped cigar like that. Hmm. So it's tapered on both ends for a perfecto. So 
<coughs> essentially you're getting like if if you were going for a less expensive brand something that's sold online which is something that evan does a lot of or used to you, maybe you get some duds in there maybe you get one that doesn't draw super well but if you get the perfecto you know you got the best roller making them and chances are you're going to have the best construction experience. That's great advice. Yeah. So, like, if you're ever like, hey, I don't really know, or I had a bad experience with drawing on this cigar before, but I want to try it again, go to a Perfecto because that was the most skilled guy making that. Interesting. That is. Really Black Label Trading Company Bishop's Blend. Here's a, here's a word for you. Novemdialis. Set to hit retailers, the line was created as part of Black Label Trading Company's 10th anniversary. The name Novem Dialis refers to the nine-day mourning period following the death of a pope, which is damn that specific as shit. That's pretty cool. That is very specific, man. Like, that is a cigar that you can only get to smoke, like, once every 20 years right there. More than that. How many popes have we gone through? Wow. I mean, it doesn't help hurt that uh, they're generally older dudes by the time they make it, I guess. But you don't, my entire life, I've only been through three. Yeah, you don't get through. You don't, you don't change popes unless they die. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. But, you know, it's oddly specific. You know what I mean? Like, if I was going to make one, I'd be like, you know, the, 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 the take a leak cigar. So you'd have to fucking smoke like five of them a day. You know what I mean? Uh, so anywho, off the bathroom habits here, the cigar is described as a revised iteration of the original Bishop's Blend, uh, highlighted by a Pennsylvania Broadleaf, uh, tobacco. So if y'all are interested in the black labels and, uh, you're feeling still a little blue about, about the Pope, the last Pope that, that we lost, you know, that's, that's the guy for you, I guess. Not not much for the, the Catholics. When were you born? Sixty five. How many popes? One, two, how three, many popes five. have died well, in your life span? Well, I'm not Catholic, so I'm not well, up on uh, too much. I know uh, Benedict. I don't think one of them didn't die. I don't think Pope. I don't Benedict think the last died. one died. Right. Oh. Right. That's Benedict. Yeah. That was the last one. I don't think he died. Yeah. And he was you the see first who's pope in the to retire. Yeah. He in retired. Like two hundred years or something. Because John. John Paul II was 78 to 2005. Yeah. So that was, and then the Pope before him, uh, oh, John Paul I was 1978 to uh, 1978. I don't know what happened to that guy. But uh, before him was Paul the Sixth, and he was 63 to 78. What's up, Sammy? Hope you're rehydrating. He's not behind you, fucking Jesus. <laughs> he's 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 just watching. He's well, just was, watching. He's rehydrating. He was walking through the door. I, I I imagine he's he's well. He's a milk guy, but he's probably double fist, and he probably got the OJ carton in one hand and the milk carton in the other, trying to replenish all those bodily fluids that he's uh, lost over the last twenty four hours. Hopefully. Uh, hopefully there's some story. The, so, the yeah. last time he was in Vegas, he got mounted by a fucking worker on the street. So hopefully he got mounted. Come, yes. come again. Mount. Well, I mean, I don't know if he came the first time, but he got mounted. Some somebody just jumped on his back when he went up there for PCA. I think I, I believe it was. Oh, lady. you got to tell this story. I've never heard this. Yes. Oh, I, I mean, you got to ask Sam because like he, I'm not going to be able to give you the details as well. I just know yeah. that he got popped. Somebody just rocked themselves out full weight on his back and 
It was it was a thing. It was a thing. You don't have to announce it. You don't have to. T- you you got to train them better, Sam. Just <laughs> quietly move on to your duties. Go to the humidor, buddy. What, are you selling cigars or brownie, uh, brownie paper towels? <laughs> if anybody wonders what the brownie man looks like in uh, 2023, still, still the quicker picker upper. The quick. Quilted and quicker picker. Pick up a sale right now. Bounty. That's it. Hell yeah, man. Do you ever see the episode of The Simpsons where Marge is infatuated with the fucking the generic version of the (laughs) brawny guy? I think it's Bounty or something, and she's like writing letters to him and and they uh so Homer and, and Bart find out about it and they like send her a fake letter back, like, I'd like to come to your house. And she's like having sex fantasies about him and shit. And so like she goes to open the door, and it's fucking Barney in a flannel shirt. <laughs> Hi, Marge. <laughs> That's exactly. Um, I'm that guy you like. <laughs> it's pretty good times. Pretty good times. Ah, the Simpsons. Are they? Mm-hmm. Have they done it yet? Are they the longest running sitcom? Oh, by a by a long margin. Because I know for a while it was they were behind like I Love Lucy or something like no, that. No, they're 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 past it by by a good degree, dude. They're they're on season like thirty five or thirty six or something. It is absurd. And my wife will tell you, I've seen every season hundreds of times because that's my bedtime TV show. So I like noise when I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. The nice thing, but but the problem is like watching TV in bed. If I'm watching TV in the living room, there's a different dynamic. For some reason, you put a TV show on and I've eaten anything and I will be comatose in moments, like minutes. But in bed, if you put anything on that I haven't seen before or I'm even remotely interested in, I won't be able Mm -hmm. to sleep because my mind is paying attention to what's on the TV. Sure. The nice thing about The Simpsons is... I can see the whole episode with my mind closed just by hearing the dialogue. You know what I mean? It's like, I've seen this 15 times. I know exactly what's happening. I don't need to fucking look up. So I could put on The Simpsons. Anything else, I'd be awake all night. The Simpsons, within 10 minutes, I'm out. So that is always playing in the background. And so I'll cruise through seasons in like a week. Because it just plays while I'm sleeping. Holy cow. Dude, I'm like looking at the the longest running sitcoms. Yes, sir. And just a few of them I've gotten through. So it, it it's the top 20. Okay. And at number 20 is Friends. No, sir. I don't like it. With 10 years, 236 episodes. That's not very long. Uh, a bunch of the ones at the bottom are 10 years, like Married with Children, The Jeffersons, Cheers, uh, Frasier. Should we leave Malone in there? MASH. He's the, uh, he works at Old Allegheny. Um, uh-huh. What else you so got? So what else? Uh, Will and Grace is oh, number shit. 14. I just like the drunk friend. Modern Family is in there. What is this you're talking about? The longest, longest running, running sitcoms. sitcoms. Murphy Brown. Modern Family, good show. Number 11 is Bob's Burgers. Oh, really? Modern Family is only good because of Sophia Megara. Ah, are you fucking <laughs> shitting me? She is. Dude, no, don't get me wrong. She is She's attractive. No, dude. She is your whole past. What's her name? Claire? She is attractive. Way hotter. You said, like, she's attractive, I guess. 
She's the hottest. No, she's looking. she's very attractive, but she's not the one I pick from that show. Oh, it's Claire. God, no fucking Happy way. Gilmore. Come on, going to the happy place. <laughs> Sophia when, what, when when I hear going into the happy place, the only thing I think of is fucking uh, Chris Farley. Uh, for why? Because that don't you remember like when he? Oh 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 oh! Whenever it was his not happy place. Yeah, and then his <laughs> his, his when mom. Shooter, when Shooter fucked up his happy place. And was making out with his grandma. Yeah. Who was wearing the kiss mask. And, but but, but what, that actress, Claire, well, whoever the fuck her name is, she was still in it. She was just in black lingerie instead of white lingerie. I think I went through puberty when I seen that scene. It was like, <laughs> well, we still had another six months to go, but bloop. There it goes now. Yeah. Number nine in this list is fucking King of the Hill. No shit. Yeah, Damn that's it, a Bobby. great show. Um... And King of the Hill, King of the Hill was going for thank you, dear Julie. Years. Julie Bowen, my lovely wife, tells me the fucking Big the Bang du- Theories number eight. We are we are very similar to that couple, fucking Phil and Claire, but so much so that before I really was watching the show, like how much how much Modern Family do you watch? Do you watch enough to have a general? I watch none of it, Jeff. No, I watch it very rarely. Okay. I don't watch a lot of TV. Well, so I guess apparently, like like Phil. Is just this, you know, goofy guy, man. Like, he'd just get himself into situations he couldn't handle. He'd get himself in too deep all the time. And so, every time they would do that, she'd look at him and go, what's the plan, Phil? Because, like, how? what were, what were you going to do next? You, you, you're in a tiger cage now. Like, fucking, what were you going to do when you got here? And my wife would, would do that to me. I, I would start doing something. She'd be like, what's the plan, Phil? And I'd have no context for what the hell she was talking about. Um, but that's a, it's a great show. You ready for the top five? Let's go. Okay, the top In five. In order. I know the number Number one. five. Well, we all know the number one. one. But the, the, top five, the top five, I think, is going to... There, there, there might be a few curveballs in here. Seinf- no, Seinfeld was only like nine. Nope. Seinfeld's not, in the, not even you? in the top ten. Uh, um, so, number five. Family guy. With 18 plus years and 166 episodes, is It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Okay. Number four. Family guy. Number four, 23 years and 110 episodes is Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh. Number three. Family guy. 24 years. <laughs> it had to be in there somewhere. 409 episodes. Family guy. Yeah. Can you guess number two? So... Family Guy, Simpsons, it's between the two of those. Sitcom. No. I 26 can't. years, 325 episodes is South Park. Okay. Oh, Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And number one. Brrr. 33 years, 750 episodes, The Simpsons. The Simpsons. And I've seen them all like 10 times. I've slept through at least all of them 10 times anyways. If, if you have seen... Every episode of The Simpsons, assuming it's um, how many years of your life would you have? Uh, assuming spent? that seven hundred and fifty by twenty-two minutes. We'll we'll give you the whole half hour. It's not it's okay. 22 so minutes. twenty-two minutes, seven fifty times twenty-two is one thousand or sixteen thousand five hundred minutes, which is a lot of minutes. Two hundred and seventy-five hours. It's a lot of hours. So that's. That's like ten day in two hundred seventy five divided by twenty four. That is eleven point four days. Okay, so so 
explains why I go through it so fast because we go like four hours a night. <laughs> yeah, we that's true. Do you ever see the episode where Homer smokes weed? It's my favorite episode. No. So, it's you know what's awesome about The Simpsons is it's very much like this show. The way the show starts is never what the show's about. Right. It's always like, oh, we're going to go do this thing, and then they get sidelined into something else. It is never the thing that it starts with. Sure. So, the beginning of this episode, fucking, they, they're all sitting down to eat a healthy dinner, right? And they, <laughs> they buy vegetables that are all like GMOs. They're all genetically modified. And so, as they're sitting down, one of their potatoes eats a carrot off the plate. Like, it just starts eating the carrot. And they're like, Oof, that's it. From now on, I'm growing my own vegetables. So Marge starts a garden. Okay. And then all these crows come into the garden. So what's she do? She builds a scarecrow, mm-hmm. which Homer comes home drunk from the bar, is terrified, thinks there's a stranger in the fucking yard, sneaks up behind it, beats it with a fucking baseball bat, and destroys it. And then all the crows are like, you're our god because you destroyed the scarecrow. <laughs> so he befriends like a whole murder of crows. Okay. Eventually, they have a disagreement. The crows turn on Homer, and they end up trying to peck his eyes out. So he goes to fucking the doctor, and they prescribe medical marijuana to help his eye pain. He starts smoking pot, ends up fucking being, like, the public figure for, like, keeping it legal and shit. And then they all get too high in space on the date and forget to vote. And then medical marijuana gets overturned in Springfield. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's fitting. Yeah. Great episode. He's like, oh, man, we spaced on the date. <laughs> Dude, best Mo episode. goes back into business. Something they didn't touch, ironically. But it's funny because Marge oh, comes wait a home. Minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is this the one where they set up the thing in the back of Moe's because because the bus driver no. wanted to buy pot? and But he wanted to... There's a different one. He wanted to buy it from a skeezy place. Yeah. That's when Marge starts working at like the fancy medical dispensary. Or the not medical, but just the dispensary. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, like, you know, he's got the big thing of cheese balls. And they're yep. fucking like there's a random bird. Yeah, and he, he like reads the disclaimer halfway through when he's buying the pot, and he's like, "This is completely legal," and blah 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 blah. Yeah, somebody somebody just randomly playing a guitar in a corner, yeah. don't know how to play it. No, this episode's great. So Marge comes home one day, she goes, "What's that smell?" And Lisa's like, "It smells like the art teacher's office." And uh, so Marge is like wandered through the house, and she finds Homer and Otto up in the attic. Just eating like fucking microwave burritos and watching an old black and white TV up there watching the Three Stooges. Oh, that's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, awesome episode. It's fantastic. Start to finish, like the best episode of The Simpsons ever. Love it. So, 24 years or 24 seasons? 24, 2400 hours is what he was saying. It's 33 seasons, 33 years. I'll go right back to it. Give me mm-hmm. a second. Jesus, Jeff. Damaging the merchandise. It is. It, he, the, he is the quicker picker upper. The Simpsons started running in 1989, and it is still going. Mm-hmm. So that's 33 plus years and 750 plus episodes. Yep. 
I'm I'm only uh, I was born in '85, so they have. So I'm just barely older. Than they the have like uh, specials, and obviously there was a Simpsons movie, right? And yeah, uh, they like the Halloween specials were an hour long, and I think there was they're they, not an hour long. No, no, they do one every year. It's actually usually, uh, I think the first episode is usually a Christmas episode, and then it's like very. I don't know. It, but usually very early in the seasons, they have the the Simpsons. Uh, Halloween of Horrors episodes or whatever. Yeah. Which, those are the ones that you can't skip the intro because the intro is fun to watch, too. Sure. Because they always have, like, a little interlude. But let's talk about the events for the week, shall we? Yes, we shall. There's no there's no bump for the events. I know. I was looking for the time. I thought you were going to play music. Usually you play music. Oh, yeah, I play this. So one. I was, like, giving you a little bit of time to just get the music running and shit. Happy, happy. All right, uh, sip. September 23rd, Saturday, at Leading House Fine Cigars, Texas Tex and his Honky Tonk Project for the Summer Deck Concert Series. Also on Saturday, September 23rd, at the Blind Fox, it's the halfway to Patty Day uh, celebration. Join them for drink specials, free breakfast casserole, and good times. Thursday, September 28th, at Superior Smoke Shop, the Sam Show Fall Blowout in Munhall. Uh, details, buy five, get one, buy ten, get two, buy twenty, get five, buy twenty-five, get seven, and buy 30 or more and get three free for every 10 purchased. They decide to free cigars, which, you know, fucking hopefully they're taking care of you. Not real sure. And then finally, this one's a little ahead of the game. But if you didn't know, uh, we got booked back. So Saturday, October 28th. I put the wrong date in there. October 28th at Weaning House Fine Cigars. This drum junkies return for the Weaning House Halloween party. Costumes, cigars, music, and more. More details to come whenever uh, whenever Dave gets back in town. I will get the rest of the details, put them on the ad, the poster, and uh, it'll, of course, be on all of our social medias. We picked up a drummer. So the fucking cigar box guitar man himself, Louis Lamana, will be playing uh, the drums. We'll see if we snowball and pick anybody else up into this... Uh, amalgamation of a group beforehand but uh dude it's gonna be awesome i can't wait to fucking do the show in costume i'll just go buy a fucking bass guitar now and get it over with <laughs> aren't you busy that day yeah it's my sister's wedding yeah I knew she wouldn't mind if i missed it there you go considering i'm officiating it yeah you'd be okay just do it there yeah we could fucking i'll tell you what we'll do the strum junkies from nemacol and country globe no you got to do it at the leading house just tell them listen you aren't gonna mind this is a cool place too Oh, we'll do her wedding at the Leaning House. Yes. Oh. Dude, come on. Matching costumes, Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein. Uh, It'd be fucking beautiful. My sister could pull it off, too. Yeah. Is this a different sister than I met? Yes, yeah, my younger sister's getting oh, okay. married. Okay. My older sister's never getting married. I would, yeah, she seemed kind of off put by the whole penis. <laughs> <laughs> Just that whole demographic. Just, 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 you're the enemy. You know, I'm, I'm not assuming her, her interests otherwise. Just, to be fair, most, to be fair. To be fair. Most women hate men. And to be fair, there's good reason for that. Because we're stupid and we smell bad. Most of the time, yeah. Yeah. So. Great cigar. Welcome about, uh, I'm actually going to try to talk about the cigar we're smoking this time because last week we talked more about cigars than we have probably all year. The only cigar we would, did not discuss last week 
was the one we were smoking. Really? Yeah, we, we said, we, we talked about, hey, this is a cigar we're smoking today. Never said another word about it the whole fucking show. Was that on purpose because it was a lousy stick? No, or was it was it? decent. Uh, it was. I don't think anybody was particularly captivated by it, but like we didn't even like, hey, this is how it's burning. Nothing, because we just got so sidelined. What with, was it, by the way? When, I don't know. Well, you'd have to look at the episode. Listen to the podcast. How are you going to come sit in on the podcast? I was second a minute, time hosting. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're like just like what was the cigar last week? And and we're like, hey, I don't know. I don't know. Jeff, Jeff says to me, do you remember? I'm like, no, I don't remember. And then Corey's like, listen to the fucking podcast. Yeah, Corey's we, giving me shit, and we, he was the one that was actually it. smoking it. But but that's that's smart. You know what I mean? I could tell you what it was, or I could get your listening numbers. Well, you didn't do the hooking properly. You should have done, well, in order to know, you I'll need to listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather just bash you. <laughs> just shame you for various reasons. Um, no, I... I uh, I know I'd have to look at the ad for last. Normally, I used I used to keep you know I try to throw the old notes out whenever I put the new ones in there, because otherwise I'd be passing out the fucking notes for this week and it's the same exact shit as last week because we don't pay close enough attention. Jason will be like, "Wait, wasn't last week episode eighty one? Why are we doing episode eighty one again?" And it turns out I just gave him the wrong notes, mm. and it's like Which is all possible. very familiar. We've done it. Yeah, I've done it. So. Now I pay closer attention to, like, discard the other ones. Uh, it was good. It, is a, it was, like, I think for me and Sam, it was just, it was okay. It was, like, not great, not bad. It was just a decent, I feel like it might have been a decent price point, but obviously I can't remember. So this is not a great commercial for whatever that cigar was. <laughs> so probably not a future advertising partner with this show. Smoked the cigar we smoked last week because it was... Okay. It was very it was forgettable. Non-memorable. So forgettable that we don't remember what the fuck it was. <laughs> Look, it, dude, uh, I've been doing this show with you guys for five and a half months, six months now. And so I've smoked every bit of t- like 22 different cigars with you guys. And, uh, and that's just the ones on the air. Yeah, that's just the ones Not on even the, the ones he found in the restroom. Well, there was that three, because I get one out of here every once in a while. This restroom? Yeah. There's usually this one is just a regular there. thing for you now? Yeah, I just put the cigar it's up out of the bathroom and smoke it. Dude, that, we should just put a basket in there that says cigars for Jason, so people go take yes. a dump and just toss that sticks in there. That would Dude, that would be hilarious cigars for Jason. He got cigars for warriors on the counter and cigars for Jason in this <laughs> in the bathroom. Dude, I'm doing it. I'm gonna yeah. stick a little bath, a little basket on the back. Obviously, with Sam's permission. No, no, what's Sam's permission? Oh, you you got to do it while he's not here, and then have him just walk in and see that. He'll be like, "What the well, fuck is this? A frilly basket." But yeah. here's the best part about it. What if I come back next week and there's like 22 cigars? That'd be winning. The yeah. only problem you have is, and obviously this is not a concern for you, but uh, remember the, the uh, actor that plays Ron Swanson? Mm-hmm. Um, fucking, he has a, a phobia like about public restrooms and shit, and he says, it's, he calls it a, I know this because Shannon read his book, it's called like Paddle Your Own Canoe, and um, he's, he has a, a fear of OPPP, OPPPP, and, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? And she's like, other people's poo particles. It's right, obviously right, right, right. A, a phobia that Jason does not share. 
Because well, he's like, I'll put everybody's shit in my mouth. So here's the thing. I, I was watching a thing on um, uh, Mythbusters. Thank you, dear Nick Offerman. And they were, they did like this experiment where they put... Oh, what's like a, dirtiest? The yeah. toilet seat is cleaner than your cell the, phone, by the way. The, ter- the toilet seat is cleaner than your toothbrush. Yes. Because yeah. if you keep your toothbrush uncovered in the bathroom... I don't. Yeah, you got to Yeah, we, we cover them in. They're in the medicine cabinet. Yeah, it, mine are in the medicine cabinet. It gathers the particles, the fecal matter, just mm. from the air because that's, right. that's what you're smelling. You're actually smelling the particles of that thing. And, and it's... It, that's fucking nuts, man, that you're like, duh, 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 brushing your teeth and shit like that. Meanwhile, from the guy that's like, ooh, a cigar. Wasn't there long. One of these store. days, you're going to mess up and just go to reach for that stick, and it's going to be squishy. <laughs> Got him. Do not make me chortle around all the electronic equipment. Man, I was right in the middle of a, in, uh-huh. of a puff on that it's one like, when he said that. He's like, I don't know what kind of cigar this was, but I can't get it the light. It's a little moist. Or it might be the opposite problem. Just be here. <laughs> yeah. Well, how are we looking on the time frame? Because I know what the actual time is. We are at one hour and five minutes. Okay, so we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're not quite to the end. I didn't know if I needed to, to derail us from our pleasant oh, poop if we, conversation. If we, if we have to cut it short because you... You have to go to one of the greatest places on earth today. Are you? you, you are you not? Going? I was really disappointed. After work, we were up at the uh, yeah. the Quarry Bonfire last night. Which, Thanks, Jeff. Way and, to fucking uh, promote the event, you know. And uh, he said that he was going to be going to the Ren Fest today, and invited my wife and I. And I said, "What well, are you dressing up?" He said, "No." And okay. I was shocked that Corey would not yeah. dress up. I think that shit's going to kilt. Shit's expensive. You've got a kilt. It's not kilt weather. Although it is it Scotland is kilt weather. weather. Yeah. It's always kilt weather. kilt weather. Yeah. So just wear underwear today. So I think it I don't know if we went last year. Last time we went, I had so the the cowboy hat that I wear in the Strum Junkies promo picture, it's a cool hat. The leather hat. Yeah. You know the 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 washing wenches? Yeah. That are always like looking for man or whatever they do. So we are in the very, like, there's the whole fucking space between us. we got to be 50 yards from them. We're standing on the road, and they're picking the men to come up and fucking, like, just, just abuse. Well, I'm wearing that fucking hat. And so they pick two people, and then the one girl looks, and she goes, <gasps> Cowboy, come up here. It's like, oh, fucking shit. So I end up having to go up and do that. So I'm like thought about wearing that i'm like i ain't wearing that hat again this is fun it was fun I, but it was it was they're pretty fucking wild man it was fucking wild <laughs> i had i had a really good they I had a really good uh uh ren fair story so Got me and my in a carnation me and my buddy justin go to the go to the ren fair and i think i think my wife yeah my wife's with us um there may have been somebody else she was my girlfriend at the time so i was not married yet and we go up to the ren fair and we're watching the uh, the jousting. Mm. So they do the jousting, and there was obviously a good guy, right, mm. and a bad guy. But mm. the bad guy was like he was like dressed badass. He had like black and gold armor on, and yeah. like real pompous dude and shit like that. And me and my buddy, 
while they're jousting, everybody's cheering for the uh, the the good guy, the like hero. the good knight. We're cheering for the fucking the the bad guy. Yeah. And it got to the point where after they were it's done, like you got to cheer for Tim Curry. You know, like, after they were done jousting. And they got into, like, the, the sword fight they're having on the ground. You could tell that the good guy was supposed to win it. But me and my buddy Justin had the entire crowd cheering. I think his name was Roderick or something like that, cheering for this fucking guy. <laughs> and it gets to the point where, where they're, like, like we gotta trying to decide the win. And the, the bad guy wins it. We're, like, the whole place fucking erupts <laughs> when this dude fucking wins it. We, he's, he comes up to us afterwards, and he was like, that was not supposed to happen. We were like, we kind of figured, but it's fucking you, awesome. You altered the script. We did. That's cool. I got to call you out, you dirty bastard. Oh, no. You told me all the chili was gone. I thought it was. Chris is eating it for breakfast right now. Oh, He was, no like, talking way. about, oh, oh. Chris is tired because she spent all day slaving over this giant pot of chili she made. I'm like, cool. Where's the chili? Well, you, you got some? I fucking love chili. Oh, no, it's all gone. I ain't bringing any. What's Chris eating right now? You dirty two-time bastard. I thought it was a gone. Next time there's chili, you bring chili. You, you, come on. Well, you, what you really need to do is you need to direct that anger towards Chris. She's not the one that told me there was her, no chili. And have her make a pot of chili. For an event like at the shop here, how about Dude, for how about for fucking her chili is banging? How about for fucking Halloween party at the Weenan House? Absolutely. You know what she I mean? Play throw that. a crock pot, Christina Scales. You've been commissioned. Dude, I make some baller ass chili. Actually, the reason we that have I a make chili cook off. Dude, I'd, I'd, yes. I'll, I'll smoke some motherfuckers. It's good. So here's the origin of my chili is my neighbor is very Italian and he'd make his own spaghetti sauce. And I was, like, very kind of surprised, and he was telling me about it. He puts, like, three different types of meat in there, including a rib on the bone, all this shit in his spaghetti sauce. I'm like, I want to try that shit. Sounds fucking amazing. So I do. I make my own spaghetti sauce. Shit is so thick. And I'm like, this is practically just chili, bro. Like, if we added a couple more things in here, it'd be chili. So then I started making my own chili based on that. So what I do is I do equal parts of ground beef. Milk is in fridge. Equal parts ground beef, ground chuck, um, uh, hot sausage, like breakfast sausage, spicy sausage. Not, not uh, you know, like Italian hot sausage. Pepperoni. And then, you know, fucking all the other shit. But when I make it, I make like a mountain of it. It's absurd, actually. Well, it sounds good. So no beans because chili doesn't have beans in it. Oh, my wife's does. Well, you you just we'll we'll pretend it's chili. <laughs> I still like it. It's I don't want to put anything bland in my chili, man. Like chili is supposed to fucking kick you in the ass and wake you so up. So do you add any? Uh, like my wife makes it fairly mild, and then oh we, no, not me. And then we add. You can add hot sauce to it, and uh, and I add the bomb hot sauce to mine. Have you ever had that? The bomb. No, I've had many hot sauces. Not that one. I don't think. I, I gotta bring the bomb for you to try. Yeah. When that I looks make like anything, the pot that Chris made yesterday. When I make anything, I make a ridiculous amount. This is the style of pepperoni you have to use because. Because it's soft, it doesn't have a hard casing. You know how normally you yeah. get a stick of pepperoni, you got to like peel the outside off. I tried that once; it was way too hard. 
So there's the sausage. There's all the meat all put together. There's me eating a giant burger for no reason. Um, nice. But, yeah, dude, I go pretty hard. When I cook something, I, I get all this stuff. It's nice. all going in there. Well, it looks like she has uh, quite a challenge there, but I, I'm digging her chili, man. She makes a couple things that, uh, a few different things that I think are top notch. Her meatloaf is also top notch. <gasps> Dude. The best meatloaf. Ingredients. I've ever had. I used to make Ooh, the Good know. Eats. Uh, the best prime rib. What's his name? I've ever Elton had. Brown. Elton Brown recipe for meatloaf. That's all the ingredients for the chili. Nice. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. That's good. A lot of shit, bro. I, I like the chili. The thing is, if I go through the process of making chili, and I usually make it for my birthday. So we have, you actually didn't, did you have chili at my birthday poker game when you came? I don't remember if it was the one I made it or not. Because I call it Corey's birthday chili because it takes me all day to make it. And so I make it the day before my birthday poker game. Because my theory is if I'm going to go through the trouble to make it, I'm going to eat chili three or four times a day, maybe five, for like a week. Like I want to be eating chili until I am sick of chili for a year. And I go hard. Honestly, I can't remember if there was chili. At your if you had it, it, you would remember. So but, uh, must it might not be like that cigar you had last week. So just, <laughs> just now, either either I didn't have it or or uh, you didn't partake. But I can't imagine you coming over and not eating free food. It's almost as unimaginable as not bringing chili when you, you have some. Like fucking, who doesn't bring a Tupperware? You know. He's one of those disposable I didn't even ones. I cigars last night. I know. I had to give you a cigar. You had nothing to drink. Didn't bring a bottle or nothing. Well, I came Whoa. straight from my grandson's birthday, first birthday party. Okay. Could have brought some milk. And it was like a kid's party, Cookies. so we didn't. I didn't bring cigars to that, you know. <laughs> or come young. There was come no on. alcohol. There was no cigars. Get him young. Which I was really disappointed that there was no cigars because I've got a little bit of a reputation amongst my friends now that I'm a cigar smoker. So that means and you're the guy some, that has to bring them. They were probably disappointed some too. Some of the guys were there and they were like, oh, you didn't bring any cigars? I was looking forward to smoking a cigar with you, Jeff. Yeah. And I was like, man, I really was bummed out that I did not have them. Welcome, to the, welcome to the club. Once, once you join this circle, to anybody outside, you were the guy. You're the guy. You don't have to have yeah, you're cigars. The you're the man that has the cigars. Now, you came to my house. You didn't have a cigar. I obviously have them for you right because that's the expectation you come to my house and you don't have your own cigars i have to if i'm smoking cigars i have to have a cigar available for you to absolutely smoke. that's, yeah. that's and just you graciously the, did that, that's just the way it fucking goes man Dude, you, you if you're if you don't know that's the expectation i the the bachelor party golf outing i went to yesterday you supplied um, cigars oh you you better show up with at least half a box i had i had seven i came home with none Nice. Yeah, here you go. Good. Yeah. And I only smoked two. Yeah, when I, I went that's to that right outing. That's, that's a man move right there. When, yeah. I, when I went yeah. to that that's event. cool men do. Right. Absolutely. And they bring cigars, and I, I failed. I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I purposely, I, I only had four in the, my little humidor when I went, and I'm like, man, throw maybe a few more sticks I should throw a couple more yeah. in here. Yeah, because you're going to be sharing. Yeah. When so, I went to that see, event last the year before, I brought like a box of 50 because I'm like, I'm going to have enough that I can smoke as many as I want, no matter how many people. Also, not just that. I'm not just the cigar guy. 
I'm the guy with the cigar podcast that everybody fucking knows it. You know what I mean? So it's like, I didn't know what to expect. I'm like, I better, better come ready. Only like one or two people had one, but uh, yeah. you, you gotta be ready to go, man. So yeah. it makes you feel good. Yeah, when, kind of. When you're for that sure, guy. for sure. You know? Kind of makes you feel good. Yeah, you'd be like, like, oh, I'm the, I'm the fucking important goddamn big shot guy here with all the fucking cigars. People are like, oh, hey, what you got? Speaking that? of cool. important big shot cigar guys and the, uh, the responsibility of sharing that love with the community. You don't have to hold it up. I'm getting ready to fucking read it. All right. Looking for his Wiley Coyote sign over there. If you're listening to this, you are a part of the Cigar Junkies. This show is for the community, by the community, and you are that community. You're who we're doing this for, and uh, we want to reach as many people as possible. So please remember to like, share, and subscribe on every platform we have available. Join the Facebook group. Um, Email us at thecigarjunkies at gmail.com. We want your interaction as much as possible. Um, As a matter of fact, we're actually... You know, trying to find some new ways to make the show more interactive and to uh, create some segments that are maybe a little bit more fun for community involvement. If you have any ideas, please feel free to reach out to us via the Scar Junkies at gmail.com or message us or bring them up in the Facebook group. Um, whatever no you got to do. is a bad suggestion. Well, I mean. May not be. Let's taken, let, but. yeah. Let's keep the cigar etiquette out of the bathroom. You know, <laughs> uh, we do have. We still want to hear your input. We don't have standards, obviously. So, anything if you want a criticism, say like, "Hey, th- I don't care for this. I love this. Don't like that. Whatever you got, we want to hear it." So uh, participate. You know, join the conversation and let us know. You know what thing that I I really like about doing the podcast here versus in your garage is your garage has so much stuff behind you mm. that it was kind of hard to not like look, be look at, at all that it. shit, hey. you know? And I, I was going to suggest like putting up a curtain or something behind you so that you could make, so anybody with a little bit of ADD could focus more on the show. A lot of people told us not to move it because part of the charm of the show was doing it there. And, and I was actually like talking to Sam about it. I was like, what if I just took a really high resolution picture of the garage and we <laughs> printed it out and put it on the corner in the corner of the wall, like you frame it or whatever, so it would be the backdrop, so it'd still look like we're in the garage. No, I like this much better. Uh, what do you think, Jason? I like this much better. Yeah. But let us know what you guys think. Uh, let us know how you like the new venue. If you miss the, the cigar cave, all that stuff. I miss the cigar cave because I didn't have to drive the shit here every week. Um, yeah, but you got it down to a science. But you can let us know by uh, jumping into that Facebook group like these people did. Jimmy Jones, Jennifer Jones, Becky Johnson, Bubba Cross, Rama Adit, Jeff Sebecki, the superior Jeff, Sean Moore, and Chance Beckman. Oh, Chance Beckman. That's a cool it's, name. It's, a, it's, a, it's a definitely like... Uh, Somebody was like, we're going to give this kid a name where he can't fail. That's a great Like, name. he's either going to be a professional skater or a fucking European football player. Ch- Chance Beckman's like a... Like a like yeah, a that sounds like a soccer player. Pipe or, yeah, soccer player, golfer. Yeah. It's somebody that would have, like, a theme song when they come into the room. Mm-hmm. Here's Chance song. Beckman. Like, fucking, like, uh, Jetsons. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> His dog, Patrick. I don't know. Patrick. <laughs> Who names our dog Patrick? 
Come Sponge. here, Patrick. Somebody like Spongebob. Maybe, yeah. I My dog's so. name's Hank. Hank. Mm. I, but, but Hank's a good dog name. I it like, like a Hank I like two-syllable two syllable name for pets just Summer. for easier recognition. You know what I mean? I, I feel like it's better. I think commands are generally one, one, one syllable, sit mm-hmm. and stay, all that happy stuff, you know? Yeah, especially when you put, like, the staccato in it, like, summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gets there. My dog's, my dog's name are, are Rogue and Patch. Do your dogs have middle names? Oh. Yes. Mine does, too. Yes. My, <laughs> so. Rogue's middle name is Marie, and Patch's middle name is Dumbass. Hank's middle name is Ryder. Ryder. Hank Ryder Scales. Hank Ryder Scales. Because he rides with me everywhere in my Jeep. Right on. Had to get that last Jeep plug in there, didn't no, you? I'm sorry. Patch's middle name is McLarson. My my son lovingly dubbed Patch's middle name McLarson because um, he he likes the band the Aquabats and the bass player from the Aquabats. His name is Crash McLarson. Patches O'Hallahan. Oh, okay. So Patches O'Hallahan. Yeah. I named it Patch because we got him in the oil. Field. I think I think that. Uh, the name of the instructor from fucking dodgeball. If you could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a ball. I think that was the guy's name. Anyway, speaking of events, we got to close this up. But uh, I don't know what we're smoking next week. But I do know that we are smoking it at uh, Liberty Pole uh, Distillery. It's going to be fucking over great. on Racetrack That's Road. That's going to be a cool show. Um, so I should have plugged it earlier, but I kind of forgot about it because, you know, fucking it's a crazy day. Um, but we are going to be doing a cigar and spirits pairing event. Uh, just the tip is going to be. Um, so from one to three, uh, we'll, we'll get the information up on Facebook, on the groups, so you guys can find out what the pricing is going to be for the tickets. But you're going to get cigar pairings and uh, spirits. And then we are going to do the show afterwards. So about 3.30 p.m. next week, we will be doing the show live from Liberty Pool, which is going to be super awesome. I'm looking forward to it. They got a peated bourbon. It just sounds fucking incredibly interesting. So anyways, Jeff, thanks for filling in the seat. Thanks for having me. Did a great job. Other than the fact that you like announced when you were leaving, you don't have to do that next time. Um, But way to be the quicker picker upper. Say the thing, Jason. Salud.